Any and all content used on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Under no circumstances shall the content by the artists or any contributors be construed as anything other than entertainment. The creators on this podcast will not be held responsible for any misleading interpretations of the content or music, which serves as no purpose more than for the form of entertainment. Enjoy the show. Oh, wait a minute. Are we are we in the building right now? Can y'all hear me? Turn me up, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up, turn me up. Turn me up, turn me up y'all need to hear what I'm Turn me up. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode of your favorite entertainment show. The Opinionated Brothers is back. You feel me? Ty the Pod Guy HD and Cousin Scrap are your hosts. You feel what I'm saying? But right now, your boy Ty the Pod Guy is going to hold it down for the day. Yeah. And we are live right now. Get the drops out. And we are live on YouTube right now. So whoever wants to come in on YouTube um, and and kick it with your boy today, we're going to be talking about some some good topics today. And probably the other brothers, HD and um, Cousin Scrap, will trickle in as... um, you know, probably as the show progresses. But if not, we still here with it. But listen, I want to thank everybody that continues to listen, watch, subscribe to the podcast. We definitely appreciate you. We love you and we thank you. Please be sure to follow the podcast on all socials, The Opinionated Brothers. You can find us on uh, Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, T-O-B, double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That is, again, T-O-B, double underscore podcast. All right. And all other socials, including... Um, Facebook, the Opinionated Brothers as well. You can find the THC Media Network, our network, where you can find the Opinionated Brothers and all of our other shows um, on Twitter and on TikTok at THC Media. Again, we are going through a um, a process right now. So um, we're excited for, <clears throat> excuse me, we're excited for next year and what that brings. So just be sure to follow us wherever you see that beautiful, beautiful golden headphone where you see it. That's us, all right? We love y'all, and we appreciate y'all. Listen, we got a good one for y'all today, all right? So let's not even waste any time. Let's get right into it because I want to get I, I want to get right. <laughs> I don't know whether to start with the clown of the week or the MVP of the week because to me, both both were epic in their own way. So let's let's just start with the MVPs of the week. Let's 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 go with the flow of the show. Uh, MVPs of the week: uh, Jeezy and Nia Long. Man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Those are two beautiful black people right there. Jeezy's. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, Jeezy's. Um, Jeezy just left his label, Def Jam, of of twenty years. You understand what I'm saying? And he just uh, recently put out a. Um, a double album in that double album he also put out a hour plus long uh interview with the one and only talented legendary iconic um nia long um nia long has been in every cinematic 90s film um she's one of the people that you have plastered on your wall when you were somewhat my age and you had black nubian queens like vivica fox and nia long and sanaa lathan just all over the wall and you fantasizing and you you know you whacking your meat off to you know shit like that you feel what i'm saying nia long is one of those and as she has literally just aged with grace and beauty i mean she don't look listen i'm gonna I'm put it to y'all like this 
those stature of women, the Nia Longs, the Sanaa Lathans, those those women in the 90s have really not gotten, they haven't gotten old in terms of looks or in terms of personality or maturity. You understand what I'm saying? Because you look at a lot of actors who kind of come from the kind of come from the 90s, whether black or white, and you see <laughs> you you see what the seasons done did to their face, done did to their personality, that has done to kind of their maturity. And you see, like, ah, you know, you hear the kind of the phrase, you don't want to meet kind of your heroes or the people that you look up to in kind of those worlds or whatever world you're in. But going back to Jeezy and Neil Long, they had a they had an hour-long uh, interview, which was amazing. Um, you know, when we clip this up, we'll we'll put the uh, link down in that in in our in our clip below. But it was an amazing interview in which um, both of them were really vulnerable, um, if you want to call it, uh, in in the midst of you know her going through her situation with Ime Udoka, who is now the coach of the. Uh, uh, Houston Rockets and you know Jeezy uh, filing for divorce from um, uh, Jeannie Mai so you know having both of those people in those rooms two powerful individuals like that my first thing in my mind and I'm already gonna go here because I'm crazy like that the first thing in my mind was oh yeah they fucking okay if they not fucking a fuck is coming okay and I mean that in the and I mean that in the most respectful of ways. I know that sounded mad wild, but that I mean that in the most because these are two people that look good. Them cameras, yo, you seen Jeezy bald head, skin looking. I mean, skin is skinning. Both of them, they they just look good. His bald head is balding. Her lip gloss was lip glossing. The red was popping. They both look good and they all black. I said, not y'all in this intimate ass room, in this intimate ass setting with this intimate ass music in this space. And she asking these questions and you being all vulnerable like this. Oh, I know a dinner came. Oh, I know a dinner came. A dinner had to come. Some Wagyu beef or something. Something had to come. Like, yo, come on, bro. It was an amazing interview. It was very, very vulnerable. You had ever seen Jeezy in his life? Real talk, you never seen Jeezy in his life. And for him to really, and that's real bold, for real. For him to really sit down with Nia Long, who in in the in the in the in the terms of like, you know, media and, and, and journalism, she's not that. Right? You just sat down with a sister, a friend, right? Who you love and who you respect, and you you decided to really like air out your lo- I like that. That conversation was amazing. I I love the the camaraderie between both of them. I think their energies matched. I th- I I was like, damn, is this a match made in heaven? And let's not and and, and let me just say this real quick because they did put a video out on social media of Jeannie Ma, you know, hitting them with the comeback. You know what I'm saying? You know, and 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 listen, she looking, she's looking beautiful too. You know, listen, it, when you break up, and I've been through this as well. When you break up with a significant other, your bounce back is always crazy, right? The bounce back is always crazy. You look at Jeannie, you look at, you look at, you know, Jeezy, his skin glowing, fucking head shining. Somebody is, somebody got a towel going crazy on his head, like, like going, (laughs) 
Shout out to Jeezy, man. Shout out to Nia Long. That was an amazing interview. Um, again, hour and four, an hour like some odd minutes, I think, was really, really good. I haven't heard his new album yet. I will definitely get a chance to come around to it, uh, but I have not heard it yet. But um, let me know what y'all think about it in the comments, and let me know what y'all think about the interview in the comments as well. All right, so shout out to again Jeezy and uh, Nia Long, and just throwing it out here, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be mad. You know, at, at this type of relationship, you know, I'm not mad. That it ain't gonna upset me. <laughs> I, I, I'm here for it. You know, I'm always, I'm, I'm definitely here for black love, especially black love that makes sense. You know, and then Long said it. She said she liked, she liked the gangster boy. You know, the gangster niggas. You know, she, she, she played them in the movies. You know, so she, I, I would, I would. She even said it in real life. She liked them type of niggas. She liked them dudes. And Jeezy is a real street nigga who did it, and now is 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 getting into more shit, getting into more of his bag, doing more business shit. But is a real dude. Yeah, that that works to have a to have somebody like that on your arm, like Nia. Ooh. I'm saying, Jeezy, you won already. <laughs> best inter to me, best interview of the year. 2023, best interview of the year. And we've had some good ones. Best interview of the year by far, 2023. And it didn't even have to be from no publication or none of that shit. It came from Jeezy himself. Best interview of 2023. All right, let's get into our clown of the week. Now, I want y'all to... I want y'all to brace yourself for some shit like this, okay? Um, Ina Thea Conoyer, right? Y'all don't know her unless you are, I believe, oh, yeah, I believe she was in South Dakota. I think. I think that's South Dakota. But let me just check. But Ina Thea Conoyer, right? Who is this lady? Um, who was getting clown of the week? Well, this uh woman was uh basic well, you know what? Let me not tell it. I'm gonna allow one of of my commentators to tell it and let her basically describe to you what the hell happened with Ina Thea Kanoyer. Let us take a listen. This woman murdered her boyfriend for $30 million. 47-year-old Ina Kanoyer poisoned her boyfriend, 51-year-old Stephen Riley, after she found out that he inherited $30 million. Unfortunately for Ina, Stephen was never going to receive any money. This all started when Stephen received an email from an anonymous person who claimed to be his distant relative and offered him $30 million for absolutely no reason. Stephen believed that this was real and arranged a time to meet with this person to sign off on the cash. And on September 3rd, Stephen and Ina went to the airport where this person was supposed to meet them, but they never showed up. Now, this is where things Things take a turn. Before going to the airport, Ina made sure that Stephen drank a cup of tea that she had made him, which was poisoned with antifreeze. It did not take long for Stephen to feel extremely sick, and while others tried to take him to the hospital, Ina said that he just had a heat stroke and he should just go home. Ina waited until the next day to call paramedics, and at this point, Stephen was already deceased. According to their close friends, Stephen was planning to leave Ina when he received the money and share all the money with his kids. But she wasn't going to let that happen. She believed she had rights to his money as his common law wife. Unfortunately for Ina, there was never any money. Money, so she did this all for no reason and now she faces up to life in prison without the possibility of parole mm. Trash! Mm. Mm, mm, mm. 
So Ina basically sat here, gave her husband and well, boyfriend, antifreeze, antifreeze tea. Uh huh. Gave her aunt, gave him antifreeze tea. You know, you know, you drink that ginger and lemon because you know it's getting cold outside, and you know you got to get that ginger tea, that turmeric. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get a little lemon. You know what I'm saying? Little lime in there. You know what I'm saying? Sprinkle, linker, linker, and she sprinkled, linker, linker the little antifreeze. He got sick. Said, "Hey, no, nah, don't even, don't even touch him. He having, he just having a little stroke." The fact that she sat here and told the people that he just having a little stroke is fucking wild to me. Trash. <laughs> people cannot. I, it, it's funny to me because people can't be this crazy, but then you see this shit and people are this crazy. Now, of course, this was a spam scam ass email. Anybody who's anybody know that that was probably a Nigerian somewhere across the country or maybe here in fucking New York. We're sitting here telling you that you done sat here and and hey, you know, I'm a distant relative and you we we got 30 million, 40 million dollars. First of all, that type of money doesn't come through a fucking email. I'm here to tell y'all this now, that type of money doesn't come through in an email. And the fact that we as people are still sitting here kind of falling for that okie doke is crazy um we gotta do better the fact that but the fact that the my man's was like i'm leaving her ass you understand what i'm saying i'm leaving her i gotta go because she gonna keep me down here he was he had a plan my man's had a plan he said i'm gonna give it to some of the kids i'm gonna do this da, 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 da. not knowing that this is all a scam and when she found all that shit out, she said, nigga, no, you not. No, the fuck you not. Now you've killed them damn near for no reason. Because y'all ain't getting shit. But some prison time. A lifetime of prison time. Because you sat here and thought that you could just run away with the money. Being his common law wife, because in North Dakota... Common law is is a thing. So I guess being together for more than some odd years, hey, you my wife by law, by common law. So you thought you was just gonna run around with that, and you on, and now you looking stupid. Now the kids, now his kids looking at you mad crazy, and they want to fuck you up probably. Ena, uh, I put the put that picture up real quick. Put their picture up. Look at her. He was ready. Dallas Cowboy fan and all. Rest in peace of that man. He had a plan. You was the girlfriend, my my baby. You was the girlfriend, my baby. You wasn't going to get none of that money, whether you thought you was going to get some or not. Whether it was coming or not, you wasn't getting nothing, my baby. He had kids. He probably had other baby mamas to satisfy and to take care of. Uh, and you thought you was about to sit here and go get some money? No, you gave that man antifreeze tea, and now you about to be antifreezing in the motherfucking prison. <sighs> All because you want the money. Man, money, 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 money. Some people got the Oh, some people really need it. Day. 
Good things, good things, good things, good things with that. I mean, I'm just saying that that's literally what this is. Like you sit here and you think that you're about to get some money and I'm making plans. I can't make plans off email. I need to see a deposit into my account. And knowing them, y'all probably got an account that don't even exceed the a million dollar limit because most accounts are like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, depending on what which bank you're going to and where your tax bracket is, my dog. Come on now, it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Y'all got it. Y'all got to know it. Y'all got to know it. But rest in peace to that man, uh, Miss Ina Kanoyer. You are definitely going to jail. Um, killing your husband off of money. You are not or never going to receive. Trash! Lord have mercy. Um, all right. So I want to get into something a little bit serious real quick. The strikes. Um, some of these strikes over, um, in the USA are coming kind of to a close. Um, in, in For example, or in retrospect, uh, the writer's uh, strike, the, the actor strike, SAG strike is, um, I believe, coming to a close. Um they said they have formed a tentative deal, um, you know, that would give a lot more protection for streaming, you know, back pay for that. And I um, don't give me the line, but, you know, kind of royalties and everything for that, because, listen, streaming has made everything a lot of a lot of shit confusing. And and, and in terms of of paychecks and pay and what that looks like and blah, 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 blah. So, um yeah, I, I I always want creators to get more um, or to get their just. You feel what I'm saying? And um, what I do know is that it's going to put a little bit more of a strain on what gets picked up in Hollywood and what's not. Um, you know, every time a strike does come or some type of protesting to get more, um, you know, they, they kind of close the door on what gets let in. Um, so... You know, it's going to be an interesting situation over the next year for next year to see what happens in 2024, what gets green lighted, what doesn't, um, what gets pulled and what get uh, what doesn't. So um, I'm definitely excited for all the actors, screenwriters, writers, producers, um, you know, because as a consumer of your works, um, it has been a very dry land <laughs> over the last couple months since the strike has happened. We've seen it just not just on a streaming um, side, but also on just the just the cable network tele television period. And then we're talking about the UAW workers. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all of those guys over there. You know, I'm from Detroit, so um, UAW and automakers and auto workers is the fabric of damn near Detroit. Um, and so, you know, to see some of those strikes coming to an end, um, it's good, but you know, some of those strikes are still going on and they, and honestly, they need their money, bro. Like you can't no, they need their money. Cause the more, and here's the thing, the more the companies drag it out, you feel what I'm saying? The more you're losing profit. That's the thing. That's the thing I don't think companies understand. Like y'all trying to y'all trying to sit here and put a muzzle on the workers or or trying to fire them or do whatever y'all can to kind of intimidate them. But I'm like, these are unions, my nigga. Like, yo, these niggas will sit here and burn your shit to the ground. They don't have to like any and let, let me tell you something. 
with the economy looking like what it is right now, nigga, it's it's just like, all right, we, you know what? Fuck it. Let's take this chance. Let's let's say fuck it. Cause what what what, what you gonna do? Fire me? The economy is already fucked up. Economy's already fucked up. Shit is high as hell. Up the ass high. Like what what do you what do you want? What what what? So yes, I'm gonna be out here to sit here and try to get my money, bro. To sit here and try to get what's just due to me. And and a lot of people are doing that. So congratulations to a lot of these strikes that are getting their just due. And I hope that um they continue to do so. So congratulations, man. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Come on, give, give me some hand claps for us. Hand claps for All right. Listen. Uh, what else we got on the docket? Nikki Minaj checks Soldier Boy. Now, if you don't know what happened, Soldier Boy and Nicki Minaj, or Soldier Boy and um J. Cole, um, I don't want to say got into it because it was more so a Soldier Boy thing than a J. Cole thing. J. Cole went and said that he, you know, you know, during the time of Soldier Boy's music and even Little Yachty's time um, coming into the game, he was a hater. You know, he really didn't like the music, um, but he was being a hater because now he, you know, he understands how popular and how historic that run for Soldier Boy was. Um, he also, you know, he he just he just expressed that he was a hater. You know, he he didn't say anything bad about Soldier. He didn't disrespect Soldier Boy, but Soldier Boy went on a rant, as we know, and uh, really kind of went at J Cole's head. And um, Nicki Minaj got on the live with um, Soldier Boy and uh, basically told him to calm the fuck down. Let us hear what the Queen had to say, and then we'll come back and talk about it on the other side. Is just the fact that J. Cole, why is you going on a podcast talking about you don't like my music? Who who cares what you like, fam? Babe. You know what I'm saying? Babe, I, babe, he never said that, babe. What did he babe? What did what did he say? He said he that say? that he said that he what he had to keep it real with himself and admit that people like you are are what was really like keeping the wave going and like really bringing the energy and some people and he didn't want to really say that to certain people or admit that he admit that or he he basically gave you props like yo people like you so what the fuck was you on when you misinterpreted it and now you sitting here doing the most again I don't know, man. I guess so. I'm going to go with y'all. If Nikki, that's the last person that stamped it. Nikki said I heard it wrong. I heard what I heard, but all right, cool. He's you know not even, that, he don't even strike me as that type of person. And you you know, like, he, why would he out of nowhere just come on somewhere and say, I ain't let, no, he, that's, he, he that's, didn't what say, I, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, babe, he didn't say that, boo. I, now, I want you to listen to me carefully. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, here's the thing, bro. Nicki Minaj always go auntie these little niggas, bro. Uh, because here's the thing, bro. He, she was right. She was right. Like, yo, what you wilding out for? And you, and if you see the, and if you see the live, if you see the video we just put up, like you just see, you see Soldier Boy. <laughs> I mean, but that's what I said. <laughs> trying to, nigga, if you don't get your young Mac and ass up out of here. Trying to nigga, she don't want you. Obviously, she didn't show her face. Okay, she don't want you. 
All right, you trying to be all all flirty and shit like that, nigga. She telling you to sit your ass the fuck down. Because that's what you needed to do at the end of the day, soldier. You didn't have to sit here and go at the man's head. But that has been your claim to get in, you know, fame, in a sense, nowadays, right? Because COE is everything. If you don't know COE, it's content over everything, basically. So, you know, that that's the name of the game nowadays is COE. So, you know, I think whether or not J. Cole said whether bad or good, I think J. Cole, because he even just says Soldier Boy's name, I just think he was just he just went off the rocker. Like, oh yeah, nah, 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 J. Cole, blah, blah, blah. All right, all right, all right, bro. You got it. You got it. So big ups to Nikki, big ups to Soldier, big ups to J. Cole, man. For real, for real. All right, let's talk about Michael Irvin real quick, bro. So Michael Irvin, um, outed his son if you don't know who michael irvin is michael irvin is a three-time super bowl champion um one of the hosts on undisputed and he went and basically um you know he outed his son um as as people would call it i wouldn't call it that per se um because he said you know he said what needed to be said about said son uh, let's see if I have the clip right here for you guys, because here's the thing. Everybody was so up in arms about it. And I'm like, why are we up in arms when he's telling the truth? I'm just saying why we're, we're up in arms about something that he told the truth of y'all get what I'm saying? Like he, he sat here and told the truth. Like my man, you in a gated community. And you talking like you done sat here and had like 10 bodies. But let's look, let's listen to what Michael Irvin had to say about his son, Tut Tarantino. I got a son. He he, he raps. His, his rap name is Tut Tarantino. If you ever listen to some of his raps, I'm like, oh my God, where does this come from, son? You grew up in a gated community your whole life, but he's rapping my life because we romanticize and fantasize about that old thug life, ghetto life and all of that stuff. When, when, when. So what did he say that was wrong? Because it was a problem. It was a problem for so many rappers, young rappers. Oh, don't say that. Don't out. Joe Budden's like, don't do that. You are messing up your son's career. Don't do that. Pop, pop, pop. Rapping. He can he can lie and rap. He can do that. He can? Oh, okay. Got you. So when those rap lyrics, right? And I want you and I want rappers like Joe Button to keep that same energy. When 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 rap lyric when rap lyrics start to get used against you, whether you like it or not. Um, when they start to get used against you, is is it fake then? It's fake. It's, it's it's still fake then, right? You know, when you talking about I done caught a body, shot this man, that man, pop, pop, pop on the block. You know what I'm saying? With the nine, but you lying. So why would I trust you? So all rappers liars. Like get like help me help me to understand. Are all the most popular rappers liars? 
I mean, because that's what I'm getting at. That that's that's what I'm getting at. What life are you rapping about? Are you rapping about your lifestyle or the lifestyle that you see around you? Not the lifestyle that you live, because if you really live that lifestyle, we would tell. Now, some young rappers do live the lifestyle that they rap. And you can hear you can hear it in they rap. You feel me? But when your father sits here and says, and this is not just Michael Irvin, but a lot of a lot of parents who have raised kids and not just gated communities, but good, decent to good communities where there's not a lot of crime. There's really just like you go to school, you play sports, you don't have a lot of issues and problems that our parents and our grandparents had back in the day and you not living in a like a drug infested community then what the fuck are you rapping about because you hear somebody else talking about this shit and you want to lie well we see how much a lie will get you it's microwavable and so the more that you lie and the more that you put on this music the more it's going to be microwavable and you're not going to be around for so much longer and I want Joe Budden and other old motherfucking old heads to stop doing that dumb shit. Because a lot of y'all did what y'all said on the record. And even still, y'all sat here and we'll sit here and be like, no, I did. Okay. But don't sit here and tell me that a young nigga is going, can lie on a record about popping niggas in the chest and shit like that. And it won't cause any consequence because that's literally what y'all said. And that's literally how y'all old dumbass niggas sound. Y'all sound dumb. Talking about it wouldn't it wouldn't look bad on the image of his father or on his parents. Nigga, if I lived in a fuck nigga, if I sat here, if I sat here and rapped about shit that I didn't do, knowing talking about sniffing coke and shit like that. No, I ain't do none of that shit. I think it would make it. A, it would have a bad a bad and a negative um, image on my mother because she definitely knows people around the community. She knows people. People will start calling her, talking about, oh, my God, what's wrong with your son? What's wrong with Ty? Like, what's up with him? So stop. Stop thinking like with, with, with rap, is, is, it's a one-way thing. Nigga, this is reality. This is reality. And reality will sit here and check you in a minute. So tut Tarantino. I'm not saying rap about your lifestyle, but I'm saying if you're going to lie, make sure that your lies come with a little bit of motherfucking common sense. And don't listen to Joe Budden when it comes to this, because obviously he ain't got common sense the first. Talking about, yeah, that shit sounds stupid. You, 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 you crushing your son's career. No, how the fuck are you doing that when you're literally on television giving your son an up? Whether it was negative publicity or good publicity, that nigga got more publicity than ever. Nigga, who was listening to Tut Tarantino until his father said his fucking name? Let's be clear. Until you said his name, Joe. Let's be let's be clear, bro. So to all the young rappers that's looking like Tut Tarantino out here, all right. <laughs> when they start this AI shit and they start putting faces and names and all of that shit and using your lyrics against you, I don't want to hear no rapper sit here and be like, oh, well, why are they using my lyrics against me? Free speech, free speech, free speech. Because that's how y'all sound when y'all say free speech. Free speech, free speech. Shut the fuck up. 
Talking about some damn free speech. Then y'all get mad. Man, choose choose which one y'all want to be mad at, bro. For real. Rappers, choose which one y'all want to be mad at. Y'all want to be mad at them not taking your lyrics away, or you want to be mad at sitting here not being called a liar? Which one? Oh, y'all just not want us to sit here and call y'all out on any of it. Got it. Got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Salute. Salute. Uh, Birdman got Drewski. <laughs> So, <clears throat> video circling around of Drewski getting his could have been records chain stolen by one of Birdman's, um, uh, one of Birdman's, uh, one of his goons, and um, circled around on social media, and everybody's like, oh my god, Birdman finally got Drewski, oh my god, I'm like, <laughs> see, oh content over everything we have seen the young twitch streamer kai sanat who has had multiple celebrities in a prison in a fake prison right glorifying prison and gang in a sense gang culture and prison culture now we see drewski getting his chain snatched you know how many people get their chain snatched they was just talking about little uzi vert at the power 105 concert got his chain snatched you understand what i'm saying now that was reality this is just for fakes and skits and it's sick to and it's and it's sick like that it's it is sick but i, I want people to understand stop giving the internet so much fucking validity stop giving it so much fucking reality because these niggas are doing it for skits and views and y'all are taking it literal. Mad literal. I bet you that nigga got about five could have been could have been records chains in his house right now. Right now. And niggas worried about a fake chain. Nigga, you Niggas do shit for the gram, bro. You remember do it for the gram? I ain't gonna do it. Niggas do it for social media. Niggas do it for a podcast. Niggas do it for a Snapchat. Niggas do it for an Instagram. Niggas do it for a view, a like, a comment, a subscribe. Nigga, niggas do it for it all when it comes to social media. Can't hear can't sit here and remember a phone number worth a damn. Can't sit here and clean a house worth a damn. Can't sit here and clean your room worth a damn. Can't sit here and wash your drawers worth a damn. Can't sit here and cook a meal worth a damn. But as soon as something happened on that social media, god damn it. It's real. Ay ay ay. Our priorities are fucked up. Our priorities are really fucked up. And it just shows you how much we are going the lengths to go just to make a quick buck. Not just a buck. A quick buck. A microwavable buck. That the buck is going to be here and gone in 2.2 seconds. I'm not saying the shit ain't entertaining because I know what it is. I know that it's just a skit. A lot of the videos that I watch and that I see are pre-planned. They are already produced. They are they already have like a whole thing with them. Okay, we're going to do this, 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 this. But we have to make it look as if it's real. 
Okay, there's a concept to this. Content over everything. Make it, produce it, but make it look real. We have to make the videos look real. And as they continue to look more real, you're going to continue to get more deceived. See, there was a time where videos were actually real. Now videos have some fakeness to them because it's not, it's not real, it's skits. And so I want people to understand, like, stop giving a lot of these videos validity and reality when they're just fucking skits. And just like a skit you go watch at, at a theater or a play that you go watch, at, it's a play. It's a skit. It's something that they've already discussed, had a conversation about, wrote up a contract, wrote up the money. Wrote, like, it's already done. Boo up the bam. They already knew what was going to happen, when it happened, how it happened, what, what was going to happen. We are the ones that's just now singing, being like, <gasps> Juski got his chain snatched. Oh, my God. I'm like, that's stupid. Topic of the week this week, man. We're going to be quick. Heathenism. Now, we talked a little bit about this last week. We, Me, me and the guys had an epic conversation um, about, you know, Scrap was just basically saying, um, you know, he's kind of tired of a lot of kind of the LGBTQIA content on a lot of these shows. Um, basically, you know, girl on girl, male on male and, um, you know, threesomes when it comes to a lot of these shows that he's getting into, whether that be Netflix, Paramount, you know, whatever streaming service and whatever channel. Um, and y'all know we got into a little podcast debate. In a sense, because I said I agree with you to a de- to a degree, but let's not act like, you know, let's not act like these kids just happen to have it. They got it from us, and then we got it from, you know, what I'm saying, like we got, like, come on, y'all, like we gotta stop acting like, like it, it gets to, and I hate this. Why does it get to a point where when we get older, and I see this a lot. When people get older, it's like you start to forget that you was a heathen back in your day. You understand what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. A lot of people are going to explore, do what the fuck they want to do and shit like that. Have sex, do all this shit. And niggas are exploring now more than ever. Okay. This is the wild, wild west of explore. For real, though, like, this is the wild, wild west of exploration, nigga. Like, for real. So, nigga, like, yes, a lot of this shit we did was in-house. We heathens. We having, you know, the real sex come on on HBO and shit. Nigga, we were the test dummies. Let's be clear. You understand what I'm saying? When when digital shit was coming out and making its wave, you know, during the 2000s and, you know, early 2010s, we were the test dummies and shit. Like HG said, we was the one that was pushing the card into the little shit, you know what I'm saying? Making sure we got the remote ready on fucking, you know, on the switch mode just in case, you know what I'm saying? Our parents come downstairs or they come upstairs or they come to our room or some shit like that and we click back to Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon or some shit like that. Come on, bro. We can't act like we wasn't out here doing some shit. Huh? I see my cousins on walls getting twerked on and shit. Not, not even getting twerked on. Getting popped on. Huh? What y'all, what y'all remember about pop 
popping, nigga. See, when girls started to pop, that's when you know it was starting to get down. You feel what I'm saying? When niggas started to sit here and groundwork on the girl, you know they was about to make a baby that night. Oh, nigga, when niggas in they big ass Tims and fucking... Jabo jeans that was that was fucking 38 and you were fucking 32 and your shirt big as fucking you ground working on a girl and shit like that. Nigga, yes. Y'all was about to go be some heathens. <laughs> so I get scrap. I understand. Like I said last week, I understand where both of them are coming from. But just like them, they don't want to admit that, yes, we was heathens back then. And they admit it, of course. But like, it's just like, yo, we were that. To a degree, we had that. It, it has not. It's more in our faces now. I will agree to that. It's more in our faces now. Right? But as Tisha Campbell, shout out to Tisha Campbell from Martin, as she just found out from, you know, her granddad or her dad passing away, you know, rest in peace to him. Yo, porn was always here. Huh? It was always here. She found like a stack of CDs in alphabetical order of just pornos, 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 DVDs and shit like that. I'm like, nigga, come on, bro. I remember my uncle having that shit, fam. He had the, bruh, he, this nigga. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> he had, we would, okay, real talk. We would go in there, we would go in his, I would, well, I would, but me and my cousin would go in there, motherfucker. And he would, he had a cabinet, right? He had a, he had a cabinet. And, you know, that cabinet had his clothes and shit. And at the bottom cabinet, as soon as you pick up his clothes, there's a, you know, there's the bottom. But the bottom has like a little secret compartment. That's where the DVDs were stashed. Come on, bro. Every time the parents left, every time the adults left the house, and I had the crib to myself, <laughs> heathenism. <laughs> Like, bro, listen, it was bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it was bad. For real. I would, I would watch that. I used to hit the Real Sex Talk, HBO. Like, I would wait until, you know, the Real Sex Talk came on, the Real Sex or whatever like that. Because, listen, bro, I'm like, oh, shit. Because they ain't had the aggressive shit on HBO. You know, of course, they had girls going wild. And like I said last time, they would they would post girls going wild for like 30, 30 minutes. And then, you know, you got to buy it. Crazy shit was happening. We were heathens, bro. And now I'm watching girls going wild documentaries where they was drugging these girls. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is crazy. This is crazy. Now, I never had the money to kind of pay for that because, you know, once you pay for it, you got to that shit show up. Why the fuck was girls going wild? Nigga, why the, who the fuck bought girls going wild? Ooh. Right? Like, you don't want that shit to pop up on the damn bill. Because everything popped up on the bill. Every, you can <laughs> Bruh, you don't want that to pop up on. And then your mama get that shit in the mail. Nothing, nothing at that point came in on the phone. So everything came in by mail. So you see that shit and you, you get a breakdown of what the hell. And who the hell bought this? So... 
yo, it. Listen, I I get it because a lot of this shit is very much in our faces, you know. Even when it comes to Instagram, Twitter, like you can even say like Instagram, Twitter, a lot of these social pla- social media platforms have become kind of the new porn hubs. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? They've kind of taken heathenism to a new level, like just just being in it and 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 allowing it to just be everywhere. I think in terms of the visibility of it, it's just everywhere kind of all the time. And so I get them in a sense. It, it is overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? Because kind of back then we had a selective nature to do it when you know like it, it was it was it was a time when you could do it and when you couldn't do it, you know what i'm saying like you it was a it was a level of mystery right so i understand to a degree i think i think what i understand them to is that i think that level of mystery has left in this generation when it comes to a lot of that shit mystery has left in in terms of the visibility of sex that mystery is gone. Like, we know what it is. Now, oh, you eating ass? Eating, eating her ass. Eating his ass. Oh, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. You understand what I'm saying? Pound town just left pound town. You know? So, listen. it. <laughs> you know? It, 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 listen. I Heathenism, man. It, it's crazy. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Y'all be good. Stay easy. Be breezy. Uh, We'll be back next week for another one. Um, Be sure to follow us on all platforms. Be sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe, and follow us here um, on our channel. And be sure to follow us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts as well. And you can follow the the Opinionated Brothers on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, Facebook and Instagram at uh, the Opinionated Brothers, T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's T-O-B double underscore podcast on Instagram and the Opinionated Brothers on Facebook. Also, be sure to follow our network on TikTok and on X, formerly known as Twitter. All right. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate y'all. And this has been another one. Y'all be good. Stay easy. Be breezy. And we'll be seeing y'all next week. Peace. That was stupid. <laughs> oh, man.